0: Welcome to Order Up, the restaurant operations podcast brought to you by Ops Analytica. One of the most powerful organizational muscles that you can grow and hone within your business is the ability to identify issues, crowdsource uh, solutions and information from your field teams to help you understand what's really happening, not what you think is happening. And then to very quickly implement training and process changes to address those issues and get them off the list of top issues. That muscle, that ability to do that, will allow you to grow your business, increase your customer satisfaction, increase your sales and profitability, and ultimately you are going to start to, to get Incrementally ahead of your competitors, and you're going to get to start pushing them around the playing field. And if that's what Ops Analytica does, we are the tool, we are the dumbbell that helps you build that muscle within your organization. And it probably is one of the most important muscles to have because it's where the change and the growth happens. Check us out opsanalytica.com. Get yourself a demo. You will not not regret it. Hey there, Order Up Show podcast
1: listeners. This is Tommy. Welcome to another episode. I am very excited to welcome Danny Owen to the show. How are you doing today, Danny?
2: I'm doing great, Tommy. Thank you for having me.
1: Um, you're so welcome, and I, I truly appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us today. Um, So, Danny, we do the same five questions on every uh, episode, and I'm going to get started with the first one here which is explain what you do today. Then take us through your career progression from your first job until today.
2: All right. Well, um, actually, today I am the general manager of the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson in Abingdon, Virginia, a little small town in Southwest Virginia. Uh, So happy to uh, be with you today and absolutely blessed to have the opportunity to manage this wonderful hotel. Um, I started out uh, at this same hotel. This My career in hospitality began here actually about 12 years ago. And uh, it's a very interesting story, or I like to feel like it is. I started out uh, uh, working part-time uh, as the house person who does the uh, picks up the parking lot, takes out the trash, and does uh, uh, general cleaning on the uh, what we call the the regular areas of the hotel uh, where the guests might frequent. And uh, from there, I actually uh, worked my way through every department. I did housekeeping. Uh, I wanted to learn everything that there was to do with uh, hotel and hospitality. So I did ho- uh, housekeeping for a short period and then, uh, I trained in laundry, uh, then went from that to, uh, the breakfast buffet. Uh, I trained in that for a little over seven months. And then I came to the front desk and from there I was, uh, just a second shift, uh, meet and greet, uh, check folks in that kind of deal on second shift and uh, progressed through uh, that area and where that I became uh, the front office manager shortly thereafter. And uh, from there, I didn't stay in that position very long. They moved me up to uh, the uh, assistant general manager. And from the assistant general manager, uh, I had been in that position for a couple of years. And, uh, during that time, uh, our management company manages hotels all over the United States. And, uh, they would, uh, actually send me out to other hotels, uh, that were perhaps struggling without a manager. And at some, even in some instances had to, um, I don't want to say fire, but relieve the manager, uh, of their duties. Uh, uh, we like to call it releasing them to their destiny. So um, I've done several of those. Uh, I worked in uh, Carson city, Nevada uh, was out there for several months and came home, went back for several more uh, to assist in the hiring process of new GM out there. Uh, then we uh, uh, were sent to uh, a little town called Patriots point, just outside of Charleston and uh took over a hotel out there as the GM was leaving and turned in their notice and managed that for a while until we could get a manager hired there. Uh, then into Blowing Rock, North Carolina uh, for a, a short period of time, assisting other hotels, another hotel there, uh, each one a different property, an IHG, Holiday Inn Express property at one, uh, a Days Inn at the other, and then a... a, a full service holiday in at the other one. So it's been a, a very interesting, uh, to say the least, uh, trip through learning all the ins and outs of the hospitality. Uh, and my hat's definitely off to, uh, the housekeepers. They, they have a, an extremely difficult job. And of course through the COVID it has been uh, even more so as far as our cleaning process has changed. Uh, we went through a third party site to be verified that we were, uh, COVID clean. Uh, and then, uh, as COVID began, um, the general manager here at this hotel, uh, decided it was time to retire. Uh, he retired and I was immediately asked to take the position as the general manager here at the hotel. Uh, and it has been, like I said, a very, very uh, interesting uh, and exciting journey uh, through all the processes and all the learning, all the experiences and the different, uh, the the different things that we have learned and been associated with through the management company and the hotel. Both, uh, it, it's it's been a great journey. I have really enjoyed it you know, hospitality uh, kind of gets in your blood or, or, or it did mine. And uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed every aspect of it.
1: Well, I'm, what's interesting is, and obviously I can see your, your photo here and you're as gray as I am. So I would assume that if you started this 12 years ago, that this wasn't your first career. Um, so what was your first career or was hospitality your first
2: career, I'm sorry. Well, you know, I had taken different journeys. Uh, My first career was uh, at a furniture manufacturing uh, plant uh, in a town called Cookville, Tennessee. Um, Worked with uh, the gentleman there. actually started part-time when I was in high school and Mm. uh, worked up until the, I guess, my early to mid-20s. Uh, and then, uh, from there, pursued different things. Uh, actually, uh, had, uh, uh managed a bowling center, uh, just outside of Bristol, uh, for, uh, a period of time. Uh, enjoyed that. And, and I've, I've always enjoyed, uh, the hands-on meeting the people and, and, and being an active part in that aspect. Uh, sure. then we've all, then we've also done, uh, I uh, actually felt like at one point that I needed to do something on my own. So uh, I went into uh, building and remodeling, doing remodeling jobs, uh, laying ceramic tile uh, and uh, vinyl siding. Uh, I did that for probably eight years, and that was very rewarding up until the point that uh Certain aspects of my health was affecting doing that. And, uh, and we decided we would do something indoors. And that's when the hospitality took over.
1: Well, and what I thought was cool was and you followed the path of many hospitality managers and leaders is you started at the bottom and you worked your way through all the jobs. And that to me is one of the coolest things about our industry is that, you know, that's what people do. You know, you don't. Very few people come in at the top, right? Right. You
2: know. and it gives you so much more appreciation for each, uh, each uh, team member. That yeah, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like to call them staff, but each of my team members, they have, you know, their responsibilities, and it gives you that greater uh, respect for what they do. You know how hard it, you've been there. You know how hard and how difficult it can be at times, and. And I think that's important to always, you know, I like to remember where I came from and and I know their jobs. I know how hard they are. And I have a great relationship with my team here. I have a wonderful team. Oh my God. I I tell uh, my other GMs in the company, uh, you know, I'll put my team up against any of your teams at any time. You just let me know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, that's wonderful. And I mean, I think, so I uh, saying that, like, how important do you believe it is to really invest in your employees? Like, like, and what are you doing to, to do that for them?
2: You said invest in my employees?
1: Invest in like just training them or, you know, just building that oh, team.
2: Yeah, that, that type of stuff. You know, especially in the, the way the market is today and, and the, the hiring Uh, You know, it's been such a struggle for so many uh, businesses and hotels to get employees to keep employees uh, through the pandemic and through all the extra initiatives that they were giving folks. And it's like nobody wanted to work, but I had such a great team that, you know, would put the time and investment in to train them. Um, You know, I do uh, token project. Uh, which is, uh, when they go above and beyond their work, what, and, or somebody tells me a guest may mention that so-and-so was fantastic. that they just love the way that they had treated them? Um, then they get a token from me and I give them a token and they can redeem those tokens at any time, uh, through the month and they get a bonus on their check for each one that they receive. Nice. That's great.
1: So, I, I'm very curious here. And so, and I don't, if you can't give out this number, I'm totally okay with it. But, like, I'm, I, yeah, I know restaurants really well because I'm, I'm a restaurant guy. So, I, I know, but I'm curious. Like, I have a bunch of questions about hotels, but what does a hotel like yours kind of roughly make? You don't have to give me the exact numbers, and I don't want you getting in any trouble. But I don't know what a hotel makes, to be honest with you.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> I really can't give those numbers out, but sure. we, course, you know, we, Uh, you know, we struggled like everyone else did through COVID, but, uh, this has been a bounce back year. Um, you know, we, we're now looking at, uh, we're seeing that we are actually surpassing our numbers from 2019. Uh, and of course that that's, that's been great to, to see that, uh, upswing in the market. Now we just, uh, we won the president's uh, award last year from Radisson. This year we actually, this year we actually won the, uh, the hospitality excellence award. Uh, we also were notified by TripAdvisor that we won the traveler's choice award, which puts this hotel in the top percent of all hotels worldwide. Uh, so that was a a nice honor. So we, we've, we've been stringing out awards and, and, uh, the team has just been doing an excellent job at everything. And I'm I'm just so proud of them and, and very proud to be a part of this hotel. Oh, that's great. That's really cool.
1: Congratulations. Um, so I'm going to move on to question number two now. What is the big project or initiative that you guys are working on right now
2: at the hotel? Well, right now we've just finished up what's called a PIP, which is a product improvement plan. So we finished that up in, uh, early 2020, before the COVID hit. we had worked on it in 2019 and 2020. And right now, what I'm working on, we, we had been uh, third-party certified clean uh, through uh, a company called SGS, uh, and they certify us as being COVID clean, using the appropriate cleaning procedures, chemicals. Uh, and right now, I'm having to recertify uh, the certification is has ran out. So we're looking to get that recertified. Um, we're still doing the, the great cleaning and the same processes that we were uh, right now. The uh, I have a uh, uh, front office manager that is looking uh, and seeking groups. We do a lot of group travel uh, in our area. We have a, uh, uh, the barter theater, which is the state theater of Virginia that does an awesome job uh, we have the Virginia creeper trail, which draws in people from all over the country. And that is a 34 mile hiking and biking trail from the second highest peak in Virginia, all the way into downtown Abingdon. And of course, uh, people are just loving to do the outdoor stuff right now, wanting to get out. You know, we're staying full, uh, we're seeing the travelers coming back wanting to wanted to do things and especially outdoor activities where that they're, you know, everybody's been cooped up inside much too long and they're, they're like, you know, we got to get out. So, but we're, we're working on, uh, uh you know, securing, uh, uh, the bus travelers and the, uh, tour buses, uh, for later in the year. Uh, and, uh, trying to get everything completed in that area. it's just been the uh, uh, we had so many everything pretty much canceled last year. so everybody's trying to rebook and we're trying to set, make room for everybody that wants to come in. Uh, being the number one ranked hotel on TripAdvisor, we everybody calls us everybody's we we want to stay with you and we're trying to, to get things worked out where we can take as many as possible of these tour groups and bus companies coming in. Uh, so we've, we're looking for an exciting year, the rest of the year, and, and, and a great 2022. Oh, that's wonderful, it's great to hear.
1: Okay, moving on to question number three. What is the one thing in the industry or your business that is keeping you up at night?
2: <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good question. Um, my wife says that I, 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 I talk in my sleep and that uh, she don't understand all the numbers I keep throwing out there. But I guess probably <laughs> the one thing that that does, uh, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily keep me up at night, but is on my mind, uh, you know, maintaining uh, our, our budget goals or, or exceeding them. Uh, I, I want to be sure that the hotel is performing and that we're staying with our, our costs are in line. Uh, you know, that's the big thing with GMs. You know, we have to watch what we spend uh, and how we spend it. Uh, right now, I guess probably the major thing that's keeping me up is not being able to get uh, what I need. Uh, and when I say what I need, uh, everything that we order seems to be back backordered. The suppliers can't get it uh, from my linens. My linens are on back order uh, because I I do a linen order every month. And right now they're two months behind on that. Uh, Coffee cups, even uh, our Radisson cups, we're we're about 20 cases behind that they can't get them and they're, they're not sure when they're coming in. So that worries me to try to, you know, I don't want to be without, uh, I, I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, disappoint our guests in any way. So making sure that we can get everything in here that we need and get it on time, never imagined that we'd have such a trouble getting linens. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure, uh, I guess probably a lot of it comes from, uh, uh overseas. So that may be the holdup. I, I know that they're just telling me we can't get it, but we'll get it to you as soon as we get it. So that's probably one of my biggest worries, uh, you know, is, is trying to keep up with the demand that uh, uh, for the things that we need to keep the hotel operating.
1: Well, it's interesting because, <clears throat> excuse me, we were talking with some Taco Bell guys up in the northwest and they were saying not only can we not get employees but cisco you know their broadline distributor they can't get employees either and so they can't get the trucks loaded and they can't get drivers to drive the trucks because everyone's getting paid you know a lot of people are getting paid to stay home at least to the end of the summer and um and so you know it could be that the stuff is in in route it could be that it's stuff sitting in you know los angeles harbor or it could be that it's sitting at the building but they can't get it to you because they can't hire the guy to drive it down there but it is yeah
2: that, and, that, and that's sad you know because there there's uh, uh such a demand for workers right now I, I know in our area anytime you go on and look there there's over a thousand jobs available and you know like you said a lot of our area here uh, i don't know how it is other places but in, in at my area here uh we're looking at restaurants that can't open to serve indoors because they they don't have the uh, available staff to, to, to work the people indoors. They can only do drive-through and some of the restaurants have even had to close because they can't find workers. Uh, We've been, I've been real blessed and fortunate uh, to be able to keep the people that I've got. Uh, But so many are, are haven't been as fortunate as we have. And, and it is, it's a shame uh, that uh, the things have got to the point of where they were. Sure.
1: Well, and a lot of it too, is a credit to you because I, I talked to you know a lot of people on this podcast and some people are struggling and other people aren't. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with the team that's in place and making people feel welcome and making people feel, uh, good about their jobs and being proud and you know the, it's the culture you know you know when everybody's making money you know and everybody's like happy and you can stay very busy but then you get thrown a, a curveball like covid and then it really showed how you handled covid and how you treated your team during that period of time really should it, you know, it separated the wheat from the chaff, if you will, and, and the really good operators who really took care of their employees. And those people earned a lot of loyalty during that period of time. And if you just didn't have that, then it was really tough. You know, you're, you're now struggling, I'd my guess would be.
2: Oh yeah. that That's very true. You know, there, when the COVID hit, we did have to lay off uh, uh, a few employees. Uh, I, I kept my core, what I considered was the core staff, uh, and even though we, you know, that we were struggling, uh, we continued to pay them, uh, continue to work them, give them hours, uh, let them know that their job was here still and available for them. Uh, one of our uh, larger accounts uh, here in town, um, uh, a, a national grocery store chain that, that is here, um, call me and they were bringing having to bring people in to keep up with the demand to load their trucks. And of course they were using our hotel, but then she turned around and told me she said, Hey, if you have to lay anyone off, send them to me and I will give them a job where that they will not miss a moment's work. Uh, they'll not miss a paycheck. And then when your business picks back up, you can have them back. Uh, and that oh. was that, you know, this is, this is who we are in Southwest Virginia. You know, we help each other and they reached out to me and our employees were so thrilled. Some, some went that direction and, and then came back and uh, it has just, uh, uh, it it was just a blessing to have that kind of relationship with one of our accounts that would do that for us. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely a struggle through the COVID uh so many things change just like overnight
1: oh yeah well and you know out of curiosity how many employees do you have at the hotel when it's fully staffed like how many people do you employ there
2: when i'm fully staffed i normally uh run about 22 to 25 uh right now right now i'm at 22 uh which uh I could use a couple more, but, you know, I'm, I'm able to give everybody full-time hours and nobody's short. And uh, so sure. we we're, we're we're able to maintain it at that. But, you know, for people that might want to take vacations or something, uh, you know, it'd be nice to have a couple of extras that, you know, were say, Hey, yeah, you, you can take off. You know, it's kind of at that point right now, it's like, yeah, can you wait just a little while before you take vacation? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Absolutely.
1: Okay, moving on to question four. What is the one thing that you thought your in-
2: the industry
1: would be doing
2: right now that it isn't? Well, I thought about that question. And, uh, you know, the industry has changed so much throughout the years uh, from going to, uh, you know, where the, you, you had to, you know, from years ago, of course, uh, I'm almost, uh, I'm almost 60. So from years ago, uh, you know, having the key, uh, a literal key to get into a room. and uh, now to where that you, you don't have to have anything, but your cell phone, uh, that, uh, you can check in through your cell phone and, uh, it will actually open the door for you. We're not set up with that right now. Um, but, uh, i think it shows the direction and the progression uh the technology that even hotels are taking advantage of and i know uh that was a very important thing through the covid uh that uh, uh not having to uh actually be in front of someone to check in uh i, I the one thing that uh i thought that they would be doing right now that isn't i i thought things would be opened up a little bit more or and a little sooner than what it has been it has definitely uh, you know affected the industry uh you know the restaurant hotel industry uh covid did affect it probably as much or more than uh most any other industry uh with restaurants hotels actually closed in their doors uh and going through uh was such a, a tremendous thing we were fortunate we never we never closed and uh some hotels in our area did some in our franchise actually closed and, and went out of business uh but we were blessed but um, uh. sure
1: now that's that's a great answer i think you know, it's interesting because technology is 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 changing so much how our businesses work, and COVID obviously accelerated that a ton in the restaurant industry. Um, you know, with ordering and, and a lot of other things. But you know, it is. It's going to be a point in the future where you could walk into a hotel and you could walk right to your room and go right in your room and never even have to stop the front desk.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that that's actually in play in some areas right now. Uh, and, and, you know, it, I, I'm old school, I, I'm not used to it. And uh, just knowing that you can actually do that, it, it, it just goes to show you how far uh, the technical world has come uh, in, in really a short period of time. I mean, if you really want to think about it, it, it it's really moved quickly, uh, especially in the hospitality industry. Uh, you know, and during the COVID, uh, it was, uh, zoom calls, uh, uh zoom meetings, uh, where before it was, it, it was in person. Uh, and that's hospitality to me it, It's that personal touch. Uh, you know, they say, well, everything you want to even have to have a desk person. Well, you'll always have to have someone and you need someone there, uh, to, to, in, in my book, we'll always have somebody here to meet and greet because that's the hospitality part. You know, we're, we're sure. Southwest Virginia. We're noted for that Southern hospitality and sweet tea. So those two mm-hmm. go hand in hand around here. It's uh, funny.
1: Okay. Well, we're on question number five, Danny, uh, which is give me a war story. I want something funny or cringeworthy that like you can't believe you got through, you know, one of those just you know, you tell it at a cocktail party to other industry
2: people. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I guess, you, you know, working the front desk and and working the, and through the different areas of the hotel, you know, uh, I had told somebody at one point, you know, I, I've, I've seen it all. Oh, my God, I've seen <laughs> it all. And uh, just when you say that, then there'll be another event and you're like, Oh my God. And how did, you know, what, what were they thinking? Um, two quick ones. If you, if I got time, I'll you give you, a, I'll give you um, uh, an unusual one. Um, so uh, I was uh, actually working the desk and we had uh, uh, a, a lady that had been staying with us and she was a nurse uh, and uh they had stayed extended length of time uh, she'd probably been here for maybe three months and uh, her husband had came in to visit and when her husband came in uh, of course was staying with her in the room she had called down and she, uh i was here by myself and she said you know can uh, uh can i have uh, someone come up and put clean sheets on the bed um and i said absolutely i'll be more than happy to well i i gathered up what was needed and and went to the the room and knocked on the door and her husband got up and answered the door and and let me in and uh, he went proceeded to go back to the desk in the room and he had his computer up and was doing whatever he was doing and I began to take the pillowcases off and, and strip the bed and you know, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. And all of a sudden, uh, I look over my shoulder and the lady is standing there. And when I say, uh, but naked, uh, I mean, literally not nothing on, but a smile and she's, <laughs> I know my face had to turn 10 shades of red. So I immediately looked back to the bed and, and look away. And she said, uh, uh, she was, she was a, a foreign lady. And uh, she said, Mr. Diney, I help you. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no ma'am, I've got this. I'm sure I, I've, I've got <laughs> this. You, 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 you do whatever it is. You do whatever you need to do i've got it. no no problem mr Danny i help you i help you uh, and her husband's sitting there and i look over at him and he's not paying any attention he's doing whatever he's doing on his computer so i go around the other side of the bed and the next thing i know she's bent over and doing this <laughs> and that trying to tuck the sheets in and I'm so embarrassed by this time that I'm trying to hurry and I'm shaking the pillowcases on, thinking, "God, I got to get out of here." <laughs> and I finally got the pillowcases on. i laid on the bed, and and she's standing there just grinning from ear to ear, just like it. And it, I, I don't know her customs or her country, and it may have not been anything to her that she was standing there doing this but to me in in my little corner of virginia i was like uh okay this is a definite first and i hope it's a last for me so Uh, um one 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 other okay one other little funny story and we are pet friendly at the hotel okay so when you think of bringing your pet to a hotel, you think of, uh, a dog or cat on occasion. We, you know, we have uh, had uh, a bird, uh, nothing out of the ordinary until, uh, one lady came in and, uh, I was working the uh, actually I wasn't working the desk, but, uh, I was the assistant GM then. And she came in and, uh, she filled out her pet agreement form and, uh, the the gentleman working the desk brought it to me and said, uh, you want to take a look at this? And I did. And on pet explanation of pet, uh, you know, dog or cat, she put down lamb and I'm thinking, Oh, okay. Like Mary had a little lamb. I think, Oh, it's, you know, it's probably just this little bitty baby, you know, that she is saved or, or whatever from wherever she's been. And she wanted to take it home with her. And uh, I walked out and talked to the lady moment. I said, ma'am, would, would you mind if I, if I see the animal? No, he's out here in the car. So I went out and she pops the back on this SUV. And in there on a pile of hay spread in the back of this vehicle is this full-grown sheep that stood uh, uh, knee-high and was probably weighed I'm gonna say probably 80 90 pounds hair all matted up muddy covered in mud and she said yeah this is my little lamb And she got it out of the back and uh, it was jumping and kicking and I said well ma'am you know we don't we don't take uh, farm animals and she got so mad at me she said it's my pet it's not a farm animal I said well ma'am I had the right to refuse the service for this animal and she said well i want your name and number i'm i'm going to report you and i said here let me do you one better i'll give you my business card and it's got the numbers that you can call if you'd like but it's a, it's amazing what people will do uh in the hotels uh, or so many things and stories that you can't imagine but uh, uh that's just two that really stuck out in my mind um one about me being embarrassed and then one where the lady should have been embarrassed and wasn't. But, uh, you know, uh, funny things, sad things. Uh, but, you know, through it all, it's just been amazing.
1: Oh. Well, Danny, that's a great story. I was going to ask, did you let the lamb in? But you obviously didn't, because I'm like, that's just, that's, people are crazy. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know what to say about that. But um, it was a real pleasure having you on the show today. And uh, thank you all to you guys that listened to the Order Up podcast. And uh, it was a real pleasure, Danny. You take care, okay?
2: All right. Thank you, Tommy. You as well. It was my pleasure.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.